0: for the my ag life daily news report here on this monday welcome and thank you for tuning in i'm your host Lori boyer in today's my ag life and almonds report taylor charleston will be talking about almond holes and shells as a potassium amendment for soil and i'll have a look at regional and national agricultural news beginning with regional ag news right after this
1: do you know the nutrient use efficiency people Yes, I'm talking about the folks at Verdesian Life Sciences that deliver crop insights and solutions so California crops grow to their full potential. From micros with a proprietary delivery system to solutions that help improve the uptake and assimilation of applied nutrients. Visit VLSCI.com to learn more about Verdesian solutions or to connect with a local representative right here in California.
0: Farmers and ranchers in the Delta interested in receiving financial incentives to reduce their water use and protect wildlife and water quality can now apply to participate in the Delta Drought Response Pilot Program launched by the state of California. CDFA's sister agency, the Department of Water Resources, is partnering with the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta Conservancy as well as the Office of the Delta Water Master and the Nature Conservancy to announce the launch of a second phase of the Delta Drought Response Pilot Program with an additional $10.7 million in grant funding available to farmers implementing conservation measures. The Delta Conservancy will conduct the 2023 program through a reverse auction. The goals of the 2023 program are to reduce drought stress in the Delta watershed by incentivizing agricultural water users to incorporate practices into their operations that conserve water on a net basis during water year 2023, protect Delta water quality by providing an added buffer against salinity intrusion, promote soil health, and mitigate potential drought impacts on fish and migratory birds. Participation in the program requires interested individual agricultural water users to submit bids. Bids for the program are due by 5 p.m. Pacific time on October 18th. Bid submission through the Delta Conservancy's online form must be fully completed by 5 p.m. on that due date. California's summer crops like tomatoes and onions have been heavily impacted by a lack of rain and snow in central California and restricted water supplies from the Colorado River in the southernmost part of the state. Now leafy greens grown in the winter are under threat as well. This, of course, has added pressure to grocery prices. California's drought conditions on top of Hurricane Ian ravaging citrus and tomato crops in California are likely to push food costs up. Don Cameron, president of the California State Board of Food and Agriculture, said there's just not an Enough water to grow everything that they normally grow. The most recent drought in California began in 2020 and worsened when California's Central Valley faced as dry as January and February in recorded history. Snowpack supplying the surface water for much of the Central Valley reached just 38% of its historic average by April, according to the Sierra Nevada Conservancy, a state agency focused on conservation efforts. California produces about 30% of the world's processing tomatoes, but in August, the USA cut its 2022 forecast to 10.5 million tons, down 10% from its 12.2 million ton estimate earlier in the year. Because of the shortfall, farmers this year negotiated higher prices for tomatoes as well as onions and garlic used for spices in countless box meals and other grocery store staples. Senate Bill 490, the Buy American Food Act, Public Institution's Purchase of Non-Domestic Agricultural Food Products, and Assembly Bill 778 Institutional Purchasers' Purchase of California Grown Agricultural Food Products have been signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. Senate Bill 490 is effective on July 1st of 2024 and runs through January 1st of 2029. It applies to local educational agencies who operate the school nutrition programs and receive more than $1 million in annual federal meal Reimbursement, which includes the National School Lunch Program, School Breakfast Program, and After School Snack Program. If an LEA receives over $1 million in annual federal meal reimbursement, they must specify in their solicitation for bids and contracts that they will only purchase agricultural food products grown, packed, or processed domestically unless any of the following applies. The bid or price of the non-domestic agricultural food product is more than 25% lower than the bid or price of the domestic agricultural food product. The agricultural food product is not produced or manufactured domestically Insufficient and reasonably available quantities of a satisfactory quality to meet the needs of the public institution. An agricultural food product means a fresh or processed product including fruits, nuts, vegetables, herbs, mushrooms, dairy, shell eggs, honey, grains, livestock meats, poultry meats, and fish, including shellfish. And one note here, if an LEA has an existing food contract in place with a contractor on January 1st of 2024, this bill will apply upon the next successive contract. As for Assembly Bill 778, this new law amends the California Food and Agriculture Code and removes that school districts must accept the bid or price of a California-grown agriculture product if the price does not exceed more than 5% of the lowest bid or an agriculture product produced outside of the state. In addition, the law adds LEAs to FAC, which requires LEAs to accept a bid or price for for that agricultural food product when it is grown in California before accepting a bid or price for a domestic agricultural food product that is grown outside the state when both of the following are met. The bid or price of the California-grown agricultural food product does not exceed the lowest bid or price for a domestic agricultural food product produced outside the state or the quality of the California-grown agricultural food product is comparable to that domestic agricultural food product produced outside the state. LEAs are responsible for updating applicable procedures and training the necessary staff on changes in program operations as a result of Senate Bill 490 and Assembly Bill 778. LEAs are also responsible for retaining appropriate documentation demonstrating compliance with Senate Bill 490 and Assembly Bill 778. The National Agricultural Statistics Service, Agricultural Statistics Board with the U.S. Department of Agriculture has the all orange forecast for the 2022-2023 season at 3.19 million tons. That's down 8% from the 2021 to 2022 final utilization. The California all orange forecast is at 47.1 million boxes. That's up 17% from last season's final utilization. The California naval orange forecast is 38 million boxes, up 19% from the last season's final utilization. The California Valencia orange forecast is 9.10 million boxes, up 6% from last season's final utilization. With the International Fresh Produce Association's annual Global Show fast approaching, California Giant Berry Farms team is eager to showcase their offering of high-quality strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. Berries in tow, the fruit purveyor plans to focus on its year-round supply of sustainably grown fresh berries that represent the highest standards for quality, consistency, and smiles from the lens of the brand's 2022 Happiness Harvest Day campaign. As sponsors of the networking breakfast, California Giant is providing a behind-the-scenes peek into their growing operations, showcasing the fruits of labor and the labor that makes it all possible. The video encompasses a spirit of happiness harvested, including a focus on a company's dedication to being stewards of the land, to focusing on being there for their neighbors with real reasons to smile year-round. Harvested Happiness celebrates a hard work that goes into bringing quality berries to the table and the innate joy that fresh berries bring to consumers, retailers, food service, and beyond, according to Director of Marketing, Kyla Oberman. She says, from their dedicated growing partners to the hardworking harvest crews and California Giant family, they wanted to shed light on the people who make it all possible. A longtime exhibitor the annual event, Watsonville based California Giants Global Family of people passionate about delivering the best berries is enlivened at the prospect of gathering at the Global Show to share their mission. California Giant Berry Farms will be in booth 2571. Any IFPA's Global Produce and Floral Show. We'll run October 27th through the 29th in Orlando, Florida. For more information, log on to freshproduce.com.
1: Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission. Supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together. This segment sponsored by Bee Hero, the leading almond pollination provider. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, Bee Hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP Sales at 559-467-9699. Bee Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination.
2: Almond holes and shells account for billions of pounds of waste off the tree during harvest each year, as this number has increased. Due to an increase in crop yield over the years, many researchers have speculated the usage potential of this organic waste in different forms. One way is in the form of a potassium amendment for soil. New studies show that almond holes and shells release potassium into the soil when they are surface applied as organic matter amendments in the orchard. Potassium release from the holes and shells is strongly driven by water application and is not initially limited by decomposition rate. This practice can help increase soil-exchangeable potassium with benefits to July leaf potassium values. In the long term, hole and shell amendments could be used with other soil health practices, such as reduced soil disturbance to build soil organic matter content while reducing dust and erosion. Holes and shells are often locally available and can be returned to the orchard at low costs. PhD candidate and incoming UCCE Farm Advisor Ellie Marie Andrews was involved in this exact research.
3: Across three different almond orchard field trials, applying almond hole and shell amendments on the soil surface did significantly increase soil potassium. So I measured that as soil exchangeable potassium, which is what you'd find on a typical soil fertility report. Um, So yes, this practice can enable growers to rely less on potassium fertilizer inputs, which could save money, especially since potassium fertilizer does often comprise a pretty large amount of almond growers' fertilizer costs, and considering potash prices have been increasing. So uh, hulls and shells are readily available at processing facilities around the Central Valley, and they're usually located pretty close to almond orchards, which is convenient. Um, And some processors I've worked with I've been actually applying hulls and shells for a while on nearby orchards just to get it out of the processing area quickly and make room for new materials. Since, as you mentioned, there's so much of it, um, billions of pounds of hulls and shells. So so yeah, from the grower perspective to use this for potassium, uh, first you'd wanna find out the current status of soil exchangeable potassium in your orchard and July leaf potassium, so you know where you're at. Uh, And then you can adjust your hull and shell application rate based on how your particular soils and trees respond. So really the goal here is just to keep potassium in a safe range for optimum plant function. So not too much, not too little. And this could be really beneficial for orchards that we know are low in potassium, Um, but it could also be helpful in orchards where you just wanna reduce potassium fertilizer inputs Uh, and the grower benefits because it would reduce potassium fertilizer costs.
2: Certainly. I'm curious, you know, it's obviously an abnormal amendment. So how actually efficient is it at um, putting potassium into the soil compared to like a legitimate fertilizer?
3: Yeah. So the way this works is actually really similar to uh, synthetic fertilizer, potassium fertilizer. So uh, water application. So that means rainfall and irrigation. Water drives potassium release in a similar way as with synthetic fertilizers. Uh, water application drives potassium release from holes and shells into the soil. So that means both rainfall and irrigation uh, release potassium from these amendments. So the amount of potassium release depends on your application rate of holes and shells and their potassium concentration when you apply them and how much water is applied. So potassium ions are really mobile in plant cells So most of it releases pretty quickly out of holes and shells in that first two to five acre inches of water applied. Um, But then there's still a little bit of potassium left over in complex molecules in the plant cells. And that requires some decomposition to release completely. So you can maximize the total amount of potassium released from holes and shells by not disrupting that hole and shell amendment layer on the soil surface. So for instance, off-ground harvest can help maintain that whole shell layer over time in the tree row instead of sweeping it away each year. And that can increase the total potassium released compared to on-ground harvest. So that's one way to maximize the amount of potassium you get out of this. Um, so overall, in any orchard, and shells provide quite a bit of potassium because water drives potassium release really quickly, but you can get the most potassium out of it by maintaining that amendment layer on the soil surface and developing an organic layer.
2: As has been recently discussed on the show, the source of a particular nutrient also will matter for the tree and is highly dependent on the time of year it is being applied in order to achieve maximum efficiency. For hole and shell applications, Andrews recommends that they be made in the fall.
3: That enables... More water to hit the hull and shell amendment and solubilize and release that potassium into the soil. And we know that potassium doesn't really move that much through the soil profile for the most part, unless you have really sandy soil or really high water application rates. But generally, it's going to stay within the root zone. So, fall application makes a lot of sense. Um, and also because uh, by the time harvest rolls around, you want more of that to be decomposed so that it doesn't interfere with uh, harvest with pickup, although you know, so far I actually haven't found any evidence that the hulls and shells get into yield samples in like a meaningful way. They do a little bit, but they're really lightweight so they tend to filter out. Um, so that actually hasn't been a problem yet, especially when we apply in the fall. Um, so yeah, that's that's been the recommendation so far. It could be interesting to try it at different times and see what happens, but um, usually fall, At this point, I'm recommending fall application so that you decompose more of it, release the most potassium possible.
2: Andrews and other researchers are also looking into the effects of this practice on components of soil health, including shifts in soil microbial community composition and function, potential improvements in soil fertility metrics in addition to potassium, and potential improvements in soil physical properties that benefit soil water and nutrient retention.
3: So far, my data from one field trial shows that soil microbial biomass starts to increase in the upper soil layer after about one year when you maintain the hole and shells with off-ground harvest. So you're not disturbing that layer. Um, And at that point, after one year, the soil started to favor bacteria, higher bacterial biomass. And then after about a year and a half, I found uh, increases in soil fungi too. So the Holland shell amendment layer maintained with off-ground harvest supported higher levels of many beneficial soil microbial groups after a year and a half, including saprophytic fungi and arbustular mycorrhizal fungi, in addition to a wide variety of bacterial groups too. So also, in addition to that, the amendment layer itself actually supports really high levels of microbial biomass too, often actually a lot higher than the soil. So. The amendment layer is microbially active. The holes and shells seem to be a great substrate for microbial life. And it takes about a year to start to see changes in the soil beneath it and the upper soil layer. And thinking more broadly, because, you know, with soil health, there's that it really highlights that biological component. But thinking also about fertility, maybe more broadly and soil physical structure. These are also things that are good to consider. And With fertility more broadly so far, soil exchangeable potassium really seems to be the only component of soil fertility that I found consistently responds to holes and shells after um, about two years. So I really haven't seen any differences in like pH or CEC yet. Um, And those things probably take more time to shift. Um, And then with physical structure, actually another graduate student is researching the impacts of holes and shells on soil structure in more depth. And that probably takes a little bit more time to change too. So we're really, seeing uh, early changes in the first two years in uh, soil exchangeable potassium and soil microbial biomass. um, And that it probably is going to take some more time to see shifts in other areas of soil
2: health. As for whether or not an increase in microbes in the soil could actually help tree roots take up potassium from holes and shells better, Andrew said it is possible.
3: The way that that could happen is a a couple things. So With increased mycorrhizal biomass, that suggests that we have higher levels of mycorrhizae associated with roots, which we know help with nutrient water uptake. At the same time, um, another, probably the last really important thing I wanted to share is that we we did find that holes and shells act as a mulch on the soil surface. So they provide this physical barrier on the soil surface that reduces evaporation, And maintains higher soil moisture and moderates soil temperature right below that amendment layer. So this actually improved environmental conditions enough to increase root biomass near the soil surface, which is really great for increasing the amount of water and nutrients trees can capture. So we're seeing increases in soil microbiology. We're also seeing increases in root biomass near the soil surface. And so these things together could have pretty profound impacts on tree function. Um, And it'd be really interesting to see how this progresses in the next couple of years. And I did just want to put it out there real quick that we do need more growers trying this out on their own fields and like different soil types and irrigation systems. And it could be really interesting to integrate hulls and shells with other soil health practices like whole orchard recycling or cover crops and just seeing what works best at different sites. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, And really briefly, I did also just want to thank the growers who've supported me the last four years with these field trials. I'm so grateful for that. And also for the Western SARE grant that's funding my research. So just wanted to acknowledge that too.
2: You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Charlstrom.
1: This segment is sponsored by Be Hero, the leading almond pollination provider. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise, be hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP Sales at 559-467-9699. Bee Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination. There's giant potential sleeping in your soil. Under drought conditions, it's never been more important to wake it up. Phycotera, a superior soil microbial food, activates the native microbes responsible for your soil's health and water-holding capacity. Adding Phycotera to your crop increases water retention up to 10%, and optimizes crop nutrient availability plus it delivers excellent mixability and application flexibility making it easy to add to your existing crop input strategy visit phycoterra.com learn how you can wake up your soil's giant potential with phycoterra
0: Oil and gas prices are headed up again and Washington politicians are blaming OPEC and its partner Russia and iron legislation to fight back, cutting arms sales to Saudi Arabia and passing a No Oil Producing and Exporting Cartel Act. Senator Chuck Grassley had a May Judiciary panel vote advancing a longstanding bill he now wants to attach to the must-pass annual defense bill in November.
1: With its partner countries, Russia, OPEC controls 70% of all petroleum traded internationally and 80% of all oil reserves. The anti-competitive conduct of OPEC and its partners to manipulate oil prices directly harms American consumers.
0: NOPEC would give the U.S. Justice Department a way around the sovereign immunity of foreign governments.
1: The legislation only allows the Department of Justice to bring suit against OPEC and its members. Let me remind my colleagues that President Trump supported NOPEC as did President Biden when he was in the Senate.
0: Versions of Nopet got out of the House and Senate in 2007, but died amid a veto threat by then-President George W. Bush, and the Biden White House is now noncommittal, thus the idea to hitch it to the must-pass defense bill. Foreign Relations Chair Robert Menendez accused the Saudis of choosing, in his words, war criminal Vladimir Putin over the U.S., vowing to use his post to halt any cooperation with Riyadh until it releases its stance on the war in Ukraine. USA Rural Development Undersecretary Zhu Shield Torres-Small announced that the agency is awarding $110 million in grants to improve health care facilities in rural towns across America. These grants will help 208 rural healthcare organizations expand critical services for 5 million people in 43 states and Guam. Combine harvester sales rose in September in both the U.S. and Canada, while total tractor sales fell in both countries. Data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers says total U.S. ag equipment unit sales stayed above the five-year average for the second month since April. Total farm tractor sales fell 12.8% in September compared to last year, while U.S. self-propelled combine sales for the month rose 6.6%, slowing gains made in August. The 100-plus-horsepower two-wheel-drive tractor segment was once again the only positive segment in the U.S up 9.6 percent from august in canada growth was led by combine harvesters up 105 percent overall unit sales for tractors were down one percent the ag equipment market as with most markets for manufactured goods is turbulent according to kurt blades senior vice president of industry sectors and product leadership with aem he says supply chain difficulties continue to weigh on manufacturers deliveries the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division of International Brotherhood of Teamsters rejected a tentative labor contract brokered between rail carriers and workers' as union representatives. The third largest rail workers' union in the country was the first union to say no to a deal brokered in part by the Biden administration. The union voted the deal down 6,646 to 5,100. President Tony Cardwell told political that workers resent the fact that management holds no regard for their quality of life, illustrated by their stubborn reluctance to provide a higher quantity of paid time off, especially for sickness. Negotiations will restart, resetting the countdown on a potential strike. The union says it will delay any strike until five days after Congress reconvenes. Four other unions approved the tentative agreement. However, every one of the 12 unions representing employees must ratify their contracts to prevent a strike. Voting will be finished by mid-November. Plant-based food is a hot market, but plant-based meat alternative is not, according to a recent study by Deloitte insights. The researchers say there are many contributing factors including supply chain problems and a tough comparison point from an impressive prior year. However, data from Deloitte's Future of Fresh survey suggests three consumer-driven reasons for the current stagnation. The addressable market may be more limited than many thought, dramatically improved taste in recent years unlocked new interest, but the portion of the population open to trying and repeat buying it may have already reached a saturation point with inflation fewer people are willing to pay a premium price willingness to pay a premium for plant-based alternative meat dropped nine percentage points from last year finally some assume benefits are being questioned by consumers even buyers of plant-based alternative meat are changing their views on some of its attributes the biggest change is in health perception
1: be hero is the leading almond pollination provider we deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified, fingers-crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. BeeHero Hero accurately evaluates your bee's pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure. Be precise. Be Hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559 467 9699. Be Hero, Superior Bees, Superior Pollination.
0: JCS Marketing is your number one way to connect with the ag industry. Through print magazines, digital media, podcasts, and live and virtual events, JCS Marketing has the reach to inform, educate, and influence growers in the Western United States.
1: Everywhere you go, you see West Coast Nut Magazine on the, every one of my customers' tables. So that tells you everything. That's that. It's there, so they're reading it.
0: Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you